If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, what is this show, you may ask out there? I'll tell you. Okay. This is the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Denise, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic, we grow like weeds, incredible ideas on how to get rich quickly, hence the name. Yeah, ding-dongs. Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, we don't ask for any money up front. We're not a one-size-fits-all jerk shop. (laughs) We don't go around telling you to go to, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, what was I saying? What was I talking about? About what we do. Oh, right, what we do. Uh, We forget things in the middle of saying them quite often. It's it's our thing. It's it's our thing. (laughs) It's a thing that's going to make us famous. Yeah. It's Um, it's our hook. (laughs) We're old. That's our hook. (laughs) Um, Yeah. We give you these ideas. You take them. Mm -hmm. You get insanely rich. And then when you get rich, what do you do, Noel? After you're rich, after you've made your millions, if not billions. Nay trillions of dollars that's right after that and not until that point you say hey i didn't get here on my own i got here with those guys with that aptly named show get rich quick with josh and noel i owe them something i owe them 10 percent of all my riches tithe them there you go that's what we want we want to tithe because we feel more just than just an idea shop yeah you really get to the nitty gritty of it, we're a religion. We pretty much. And like all great religions, all great cults, we demand some form of payment. That's right. Sex. But the the sex. Yeah. Sects. Yeah. With a T. Yeah. Or sex with an X. With a T. With a triple X. Well, you spell it the way you want, my man. Because your your indecipherable language that comes <laughs> out of your face hole. Sometimes I, I don't understand what you're saying. I think you need to clean your ears. I, I, I've done that. Have you ever... I, I, I did that when I was seven years old. <laughs> I was using my... Uh, 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 I keep a little, you know, a pair of the uh, headphones that come with my little phone, my, my little uh-huh. iPhone, yep. uh, by my bed. So, like, when Deb's asleep and I want to watch a little of the YouTube, okay, I can pop a little of the YouTube on. Mm-hmm. So I've had these headphones for a couple of few years now, and I use them... Every couple of nights for maybe an hour or two. And uh, I popped them in my ears and I'm like, man, the sound quality is not great. <laughs> oh, boy. And I was like, maybe I'm going deaf because yeah. I'm kind of going deaf. I have pretty terrible tinnitus or tinnitus. Uh-huh. And I pulled them out of my ear and I, I looked at them and I'm like, that looks a little crusty. <laughs> And I took a pen, yeah. and the tip of a pen, and I started digging away at it. And, like, 
I know it wasn't a half an inch uh-huh. of ear crud that came out. But of it there. was the gift that kept on giving. It, it would not stop. Yeah. And it was like it's like I could have carved my name in it like it was fresh wet cement, you but could've made used out of it like chapstick. Out of ear scug. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, just jam packed full of uh full of ear scug. Yeah. And it was a bummer because I was gonna rewatch an episode of Game of Thrones uh-huh. that uh uh the season premiere, but I couldn't. Okay. Because of the ear scug. Oh, boy. Because as I was digging it out, I was digging up, but I was also jamming it into the holes a little bit. So then the sound was really wacky. Okay. I don't like the ones that go in your ears. I like over, over. I like I like the ear ones. <clears throat> Do you? We yeah. Have, you, you, you have the ear pods. Yeah. Second gen, right? Second gen. Second gen ear pods. Yeah. I think those look ridiculous, mm. number one. Uh, but I really do prefer over the ear. Okay. I think they're better for your hearing as well. They might be. I think they're better for your hearing. And I think they're better if you are like walking down the street. You can still hear stuff if someone's honking at you. You, you can hear with the other I things. don't think you can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe That's it's just your sound. deafness. What? <laughs> yeah, waka waka. <laughs> anyway, Noel, I haven't seen you in a whole week. You have not. So I guess now's the time to ask you. How have you been? I've been good. Uh, I went. Are on... you happy that I started the show off with a story? I I am, I am. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. The, the people spoke. Uh huh. Oh, that's right. You you don't the Facebook. People, the people. Oh, why? Did, have we been getting Facebook? We got a Facebook. Really? Yeah. F- from whom? From a listener. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What did they say? That they like your stories. They like my stories. Yep. Oh, so now I have to do the stories too? No. Okay. You can just sometimes. Well, that that was fortuitous. I I said yeah. I did the story without even knowing yeah. that we had uh yeah, for for those out there, Noel's the only one. Noel's <laughs> got to let me know if uh if something happens on Facebook cuz I don't go on Facebook anymore. No. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. They just got busted for like <clears throat> two other things this week. What it, happened? It's they, yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's so ri- I got to yeah. get off it, but it's like <clears throat> certain things it's just the way to right people i mean they're trapped in it and look it's like as much as i'm saying like i'm anti-facebook i still use facebook stuff you know what i mean yeah we use the workplace for, yeah for radio free brooklyn i use instagram which yeah. is owned by facebook whatsapp uh, I, I i only use whatsapp for my mom when she's out of town okay i don't really have anyone who uses whatsapp i'm with not me. big on it either but a you lot know. of people mo- mostly people uh with families outside of the country. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of what it's... De- I always felt that's sort of what it's designed for. Like, I don't see the point in using it, especially now that they don't charge you. You know, it used to be like they charge you for texts. Yeah, not anymore. But now with iMessage, which is basically WhatsApp on your, on you know, built into your iPhone, if, mm-hmm. you're, if you, it doesn't make sense. Makes no sense. Um, but anyway... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't do the Facebook Partially because I, I'm, like, fucking over them, mm-hmm. like Facebook as a whole and their whole business model and, and the shittiness of who they are and, yeah. and everything that they contributed, not necessarily actively contributed, but with their passivity contributed to the, the, the overall destruction of our democracy. Yeah. Um, but I will, uh, I, 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 uh, I just can't, you know what I mean? Like, I love a lot of the people that I'm Facebook friends with, but... I just can't with the constant negativity and the constant reminding <laughs> yeah, of how yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. our president is and uh, all that stuff. He's the worst. It just it you know yeah 
I, I see enough of it without social media. You know, I, I, I don't go on Facebook nearly as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there well, was ever a, since they banned uh, uh, nude photos, right, of dogs. <laughs> That's that was it. That was yeah. the last straw for uh-huh. me. Um, but uh, there was a period not long ago where it felt like every time I did go on, all I would see, and it's because they rank their people's posts and right. so things go to the top of the feed. <clears throat> uh, all I would see every every time I went on. With someone talking about like someone that they are related to died. Oh, really? And it was like, <laughs> great! I never knew this person. Uh-huh. I haven't seen this person right. in years, and now I feel bad. Right. And now I got to reach out and weirdly say, "Oh, condolences." <laughs> it's it's a weird thing dealing with people's grief I know. on Facebook. I know. Because you do feel bad for them. You do. And you send your condolences, but it's also sort of like, I don't really know this person anymore. Yeah. I need a good gif. You know, I need cre- a good death gif the, I can send people. The creepiest thing. So our nephew passed away uh-huh. several years ago. I mean, I think it's got to be close to 10 years ago now. Yeah. But his dad can't take down his Facebook page. He can't? Cannot, because he's not the person. Oh. So, you know, for a while it was a weird sort of cool memorial thing. People on his birthday mm-hmm. and, uh, 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 you know, his death day, they would l- memorialize on his Facebook page. But that's just sort of tapered off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like very every once in a while I'll go on there and look and there'll be like someone saying like, wow, dude, it's been a long time. I was thinking of you today. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it, that's like comes in spurts or not even spurts, but like very randomly and occasionally. But now it's just this sort of page, you know, that of him, you know, smiling in a photo that was taken like two weeks before he died. You know what I mean? Just like really, yeah, it's just not good. Maybe that's what the afterlife is. Facebook? Your Facebook page that oh, just goes God. on forever. I, I, <laughs> God, and then you couldn't kill yourself because you're already dead. That would just be, that's hell. I don't know if that's that's one afterlife. Yeah. That's not the one that you want to be in, though, I don't oh. think. Or purgatory. It's probably purgatory. Yeah. Ugh, just endless, annoying posts from people that you block. And then something will happen eventually, like with MySpace that wiped out all those songs. Only it'll be like six million people got lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was going to say about Uh my week. Uh Uh-huh. I had a good one. Last weekend, I uh, went with my girlfriend, and we took a bus Mm -hmm. out to uh, Storm King. I saw those photos. You ever been there? Yeah. It's awesome. A couple of times. Great. When you go out there in the summertime, they do evening things where they do they show like art movies. Okay, they're like you know we're not talking about like when I say art movies, I mean like you know you mean that porn. N- yes, <laughs> yeah. art movies circa nineteen fifty four. It's an art movie, um, but they set up like on the main field there, the big open field uh-huh. that you sort of if you take the tram, you yeah. go around the whole thing. They set up these giant inflatable uh, movie screens. Okay. And then they project like, you know, five minute shorts from different artists on there. A lot of vagina stuff. A lot of it is a lot of like when you watch it, it's a lot of things coming out of things and being birthed. We were there. We were there with our goddaughters. This was years ago. We had Mm -hmm. taken them up to Storm King and it was their first time going. And I think the older one was like 
14 and the younger one was 11, something yeah. like that. And they were totally into it, you know, little artsy-fartsy kids. And we were like, we're going to stick around and watch because we said we're going to stick around and watch these movies. And we're watching these movies, and it's all just stuff like exploding out of stuff and flowers opening and things like that. And the young one looks at me and goes, is it just me or is everything we're watching about vaginas? <laughs> and I said, no, everything we're watching is about vaginas. And it's you. And it's you. And I was like, and she was like, why is that? I say, I couldn't tell you I'm not a woman. Yeah. You know, but when you grow up as an artist, maybe you'll have an answer. I should ask her that the next time I see her. Yeah, do you ever figure say, that one out? Yeah, say, you know, now that you're 20, uh, have you realized why... So much female art is about the vagina. Yeah. Because I feel like male art isn't consistently about the penis. No, because we have buildings. Right. Well, I mean, but even representatively, yeah. I don't feel like there's as much sort of representative action about uh, the wiener. Sure. No. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. I don't know enough about art. If we had our friend Matt. <laughs> I don't know Matt, enough about I, art. I mean, like, I could be, I'm just talking out of my ass. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, you know, if we had Matt Fisher here, maybe he could. Uh, yeah, he could. Uh, us. School us. Maybe we should start doing a regular, like once a month, mm -hmm. do like Matt Fisher Art School. Okay. And we can come up with all of the questions that we have and all of our millions upon millions of listeners have yes. about art. And we can have Matt school us on art. That's a good idea. I feel like, yeah. Two, like, you know, idiot dudes <laughs> who know nothing about this stuff. And yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Is, isn't that a vagina? You know, and maybe you can be like, yeah, I mean, on a superficial level, that's a vagina. Yeah. But when you get deeper into it, it's a vagina and an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's super artsy, it'd be a vagina made up of little vaginas. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Vaginas exploding out of vaginas. Yeah. Just an endless, endless, to the point where you're sick of vaginas. You know, which happens right around when you hit 50. I'm just going to let everyone know. <laughs> um, and then when we were, so we took a bus out uh -huh. there. That's, yeah. How was that? It was a long bus ride, right? It was it's an hour and a half. Short, yeah, that's a, that's a reasonably long bus ride for New York. So we, we took the bus out there. And coming back, we're all waiting for the bus. Waiting and waiting. Waiting and waiting and waiting. And waiting and waiting, <laughs> and someone calls the bus company finally, uh -huh. and uh, the bus that was supposed to come just never came to the place, <laughs> so they had to send a new bus. Uh, at least they sent it. Yeah. I could imagine them going, oh, yeah, well, no, we got no more buses yeah. traveling today. You're just going to have to camp out at Storm King. Yeah. And then we had to stop at <sighs> uh, Woodbury Mall out there. Why did you Saturday. have to stop there? Because it's the bus. Oh, the bus takes you to Woodbury Mall? The bus stops there. For how long? Uh, just long enough for people to get on. Okay. And it was ridiculous. Packed all these people getting on. With all their shit. With so much crap. Yeah. All of them. I, I, I feel like every single person that got on was a tourist <clears throat> from out of the country uh huh. Who was really? like, came to New York and wanted <clears throat> to go to an outlet mall. And so they went all the way up to Woodbury. And they went to Woodbury. And they uh, bought buckets of Timberlands, basically. I feel like Woodbury was one of the original like malls as villages set up. Okay. Have you ever been to Woodbury? No. Common. So what it is, it's one of those ones that 
everything's in low buildings. Yeah. And like you walk through it, there are streets that you walk through and cul-de-sacs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they make them and they actually have like apartment buildings as part of them too. So you can just live there, live in this weird mall village <laughs> that's been created. But I remember going to Woodbury for the first time 15 years ago, 17 years ago, and being like, this is just creepy as shit. Yeah. Because it was just like, here, now you're walking down Main Street. Ugh. And look at all the shops on Main Street. Is there a rough part of town? There should be. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Someone should really do a mall like that. That's where like the Spencer's is. And the 99 cent stores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's like a liquor store, uh-huh. 99 cent store. <laughs> Kennedy fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just all the cheapest shit. Yeah. Yep. And then you just sort of walk. You can go further uptown and it suddenly gets more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> oh, someone's got to do that. Yeah. You guys got to do that. Yeah, peeps. So anyway, so all these people got on at, 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 uh, at uh, whatever, you, whatever the it. mall. And then we came mall. back to town. Went and got some Chinese food. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I got to say, your story, thank God I told my story. Why? Storm King. Storm, oh, okay. There you go. Well, it's funny you told that story, Noel, <laughs> because when I hear that story, I think of Storm King, yeah. and when I think of Storm King, I think of royalty yeah. and that winter is coming. Mm-hmm. And when I think of winter is coming, it ties right into today's topic. It is. Which is? Which is Game of Thrones, guys. How to get rich with it. How to be the one that sits on the Iron Throne. Or in your case, the Golden Throne. The Golden or Throne. Or at least 24 karat gold plated. Yeah. Hello. Bidet. Bidet. Yeah. 24 karat gold plated bidet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you clearly wanted to say two different things and mean? combine them. No, bidet. Bidet. Yeah. Bidet. Yeah. Bidet is an actual thing. Yeah. Not like bedang. Yeah. Or bado. Yeah, bidet. Bidet. Instead of a, go- a throne, it's a bidet. <clears throat> oh, right. Well, like okay. a toilet bidet. Whatever. Bidet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, no. Anyway. So Game of Thrones. Game- I mean. Of Thrones. Initially, it seemed like this was a, a, a no-brainer. Yeah. But then you realize how many people are making a lot of money off of Game <sighs> of Thrones. Huge. Huge. Uh, is there any room? Is there any any meat left on that carcass? Oh, yeah. For our people to pick at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Noel Deneen, why don't you tell us how? I am going to tell you guys. <clears throat> okay, so Game of Thrones. It's being marketed all over the place. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. They decided to pull out all the stops for this last- Six more episodes or five more episodes Frickin now. Frickin' Shake Shack. Yeah. With their Dothraki oh, menu. Oh, that's right. Oh, whoa, they have a Dothraki menu. You have, they have Dothraki menu that you can, if you order in Dothraki, they have Stop Game it. of Thrones, like special burger, special shake. Uh huh. I knew that they had like so. I didn't realize you had to order in Dothraki. You order in Dothraki. That's cr- ridiculous. It's it is. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the Oreos Game of Thrones commercial? The Game of Thrones no. Oreos commercial. They basically do the whole opening sequence, mm-hmm. uh, the animated sequence, but everything is Oreos. Oh, cool. So all the 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 things are coming up and it's Oreos spinning around. Uh. Yeah, they have a Game of Thrones branded Oreo. 
I'm looking forward to a get rich. Do they quick taste with... like blood? I don't know. Blood and jism. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually we've actually been rewatching uh-huh. because we both realized uh, that like oh we really haven't watched this in a long. T- I mean I watched them as they were going. Deb didn't get into Game of Thrones till season four or five, yeah. so she went back. But I hadn't seen like the first, second, third season in years and years. There's a lot of of nudity. Oh yeah, for only women though. Like you know, had that sh- I feel like had that show started like two years ago, uh-huh. uh huh, it would not have become the cultural phenomenon it became. Maybe, I don't know. I think it would have gotten a lot of flack. You read the books? I did not. Did you read the books? I read. I think I stopped <clears throat> halfway through the third one. I thought you were going to say, I think I stopped halfway through the third chapter on no. page 375 <laughs> no. when I realized this will never end. It, well, that's kind of why I took a break because I read them in succession. Oof. And they're long books. Yeah. They're about a thousand pages a piece. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, I need to take a break. <laughs> this is a little too much Game of Thrones in my life. And then I haven't gotten back to him. I will when I'm at a period where I want to read and I don't have a, a book on the go. I was I was walking down the street one day a few years ago, and someone had put all three of the books out in the garbage. Five. Well, they put three of the books out in the garbage. <laughs> okay. Are there five? Were there were there originally four by the time they had made the like? I feel like is is there a new? Is the fifth one he a hasn't new one? Put the no. The fifth one came out it, it's it's something like nine or ten years since he's put one out oh really so yeah. the, so so before the show started there were five books out yeah already okay yeah, yeah. well there were three books out when i saw it and they were one book one two and three okay and i was like oh shit free books yeah i want to read these i picked them up i brought them back and they basically sat on our coffee table uh-huh. for like six months yeah and then I realized I'm never gonna read these. And then I picked them up and threw them away. They're good. They're good. Um, if you if you like the show, you would like the books. Uh-huh. It's, the, the show is very true to the books. Only each chapter of the book is out of the eyes of a rotating cast of mm-hmm. characters. Right? There's uh, different characters in the show that narrate basically. Right. So you get to see like Tyrion's thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so it's good. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, they're super long, uh, and I looked at the set of them on Amazon, and it says for the five books, it's forty two hundred and seventy seventy two pages. Mm-hmm. It sold ninety million copies. Uh, <clears throat> so altogether, that's seventy seven billion pages. Wow. Yeah. You could wallpaper a couple houses with that. I know, right? Uh, so I was thinking about how I think what's going on now is he's probably got some agreement with HBO. Either he's got an agreement with HBO to hold off on the last book until they're done. or Well, you know he's in the process of writing a spinoff. Well, yeah, he's them. also doing that. But I, I, I think he's also probably thinking it ups his capital to like wait yeah but he may die before this is all done there's supposed to be like two more books or three more books one 
Just one more one book? One more book. That's it? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, one more book. I thought it was two. It's supposed to be one more book. Okay. Um. So I think he's he's milking it. I think it's coming out soon, this book, right? Um. So I started thinking about that and thinking about... um. The Starks, you know, they worship the old gods, which are basically these holy trees. Mm-hmm. The trees with the faces. Yep. Uh, so I was thinking, if you could somehow print the book on paper from holy trees, <laughs> you could make a lot of money, and you could have uh-huh. a huge upsell yeah, yep, of this. For sure. Right? For sure. I figure you can probably sell a copy... Easy for seventy five bucks on a holy I, tree. I would imagine, just given the fact that there aren't that many holy trees out there, yeah, particularly of that variety. I mean, I assume you're speaking of the old gods themselves specifically. I'm just saying we're going to say any holy, holy tree, because you know there's generally a pretty big moratorium on chopping down holy trees. That's what you think. Any place that has trees that are holy, they probably don't allow you to whack them down. So I'm just betting mm-hmm. you're gonna have a limited number of books, okay, that you can sell for a shit ton of money. All right. What if I told you you're wrong? Really? Yeah. Yeah. What if I told you that? <laughs> well, I, I was hoping you were gonna tell me that because otherwise <laughs> I just shit all over your idea. No. So this is what you're gonna do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You ever been over to McNally Jackson? Sounds familiar. The bookstore yeah, yeah, on yeah, Spring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've got something that's great, and it's a um, it's a book printing and binding machine. Um, and you can get any book that's available on the internet. They will print and bind for you. Oh, really? Yeah. And and you just go and come back in an hour, and it's there for you. And what do they charge for that? Uh, I got it once, and it wasn't crazy. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like some giant upcharge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked up that machine. That machine is uh, $5,600. Not bad, not no. bad. Seed money, my friend. You can Seed get that. Money. You borrow from the parents, you borrow from the in-laws, yeah. you're covered. Yeah. So uh, I started doing some math, too, I, and I figured, where are we going to get these holy trees that people have used in ceremonies? Yeah. And I got it. Okay. You can get them for free. What do you mean you can get them for free? I mean, you can get them for free. How? What happens here around the 1st of January in New York City? Oh, I get where you're going with this. You get discarded Christmas trees, holy trees, and you get them for free. Mm -hmm. And I did a little math. Uh, I looked up how much paper you can get for trees, Uh, and... Christmas tree, typical Christmas tree I looked up said weighed about 50 pounds. <coughs> With 50 pounds a tree, you can basically make, if say there are a thousand pages, this mm-hmm. book comes out, it's a mm-hmm. thousand pages, you can basically make five books per tree. Right? Okay. Of paper. Okay. Uh, so. If you wanted to make a million dollars selling these at 75 bucks a piece, you could get you'd have to sell 13,333 books. Okay. Uh so that's only 2,666 trees. Mhm. Easy. You could go Easy around peasy. with a truck yeah. in a week in New York and get that right after Christmas. Yeah. 
Uh, so much more For than sure. that. I'm sure other cities out there you could do this too. Yeah. Uh, so that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna Harvest your own Christmas trees from people discarding. You're going to get your holy trees for free. Mm-hmm. You're going to melt them up, make paper out of them, print them, print your own books, sell them for seventy five bucks a pop, easy mill, uh, <clears throat> and you're you're in the Game of Thrones money. Yeah, no, that's a solid one. I like that. Good job. Yeah. All right. What's your next idea? <laughs> What? What? <laughs> um, no, that's a good idea, No, High five, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. Um, I was looking around, and I was trying to think things that were not branded by Game of Thrones okay. already. Because it's funny. I honestly, until I saw the Oreo, when I saw the Oreos commercial, I thought to myself, and then passed by the Shake Shack and saw their thing, I genuinely thought to myself, like, wow. I haven't seen a lot of Game of Thrones branding. And I, just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not there yeah. or I'm not. And I, so I went online. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot. It's branded to the hilt. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to think of what Game of Thrones, th- what Game of Thrones item or character you can't buy. Okay. Right? And I thought, I was like, oh, the dire wolves. Uh-huh. Because they don't really exist. Right? And I was looking that, you know, the 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 dogs that play the dire wolves, mm-hmm. the characters of the dire wolves are a type of dog called a northern Inuit, which is a cousin to the Siberian husky. Okay. So it's like half wolf. No, it is it is it is not wolf at all. Really? Aren't, like, aren't huskies half wolf? Wolf? No, they're not half wolf. I mean, all all dogs trace back to wolves uh-huh. uh, genetically, but they're not half. They're not half. There, there's. It's funny. There is a a. Uh, there's a uh, 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 not Siberian, but I I looked it up because I was curious. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a Lithuanian Vlashk mm-hmm. or something like that. It's a breed I'd never heard of. But it is a shepherd, a German shepherd kind of dog, bred with a Carpathian wolf. Okay. And that is a half wolf. But you can't, it's, they don't, all these wolf dogs that they've been selling, that people have been buying, people really regret buying these dogs. Yeah. yeah. Because they're, they got too much wolf in them. Oh, yeah. Being half wolf is not what you want. But so uh, I was looking at these uh, 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 Inuits, and people have been buying them up. Because they're like, I want a dire wolf. And as is typical fashion, they've been giving them up because they're not prepared for the fact that they now have a 100-pound dog yeah. that they have no capacity to care for in any way, shape, or form, right? They just wanted their dire wolf. And I was like, well, what about creating a dire wolf, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it's an actual dire wolf. And I was looking around... And, you know, one of the biggest dogs in the world is the Tibetan Mastiff, which also happens to be one of the most expensive. Yeah. It's a huge dog. can get up to 160 pounds. Um, then, of course, you have the Northern Inuit. And I was thinking, you know, to get that wild side in there that you want, that, like, going to jump on someone and bite them, I was thinking the Carpathian Wolf, since yeah. that's already been used for breeding to a degree. But I was like, man, that's going to take an 
incredibly long time to breed them to the point that you're ready to sell them and they look exactly yeah. like what you want. I mean, we're talking who knows how many generations and how many years and the investment in getting all these dogs, right? Tibetan Mastiff is a $7,000 dog, uh-huh. right? And I was sort of like, all right, where am I going to go with this? And I was looking and there's, I always thought the Tibetan Mastiff was the most expensive dog, but it's not. There's a breed called the Lotion. They put the lotion on the body. <laughs> um, that sells for $10,000 a dog. And I'm like, uh-huh. dude, this is ridiculous how much money you can make off of this. Yeah. So as I was doing a look for dire wolves, I find that 11,000 years ago, there were actual dire wolves uh-huh. that roamed the earth. Really? Yeah. They were a uh, related, a distant cousin to the gray wolf. Um, they found a bunch of fossils in the La Brea tar pits of these dogs. They estimated they were about five and a half feet long, 150 to 175 pounds. And based on the jaw structure and head structure, they had a bite force that was powerful enough to break a horse's leg. Okay. Because that's apparently what they hunted. They they were around during the last Ice Age 11,000 years ago, but they had a lot of competitors besides the gray wolf that they were related to. They also were around at the time of the saber-toothed tiger. Uh-huh. And the saber-toothed tiger tow their asses up. Sure. They would eat them. and they. Um, but I was like, what do we know about fossils at this point? Fossils contain DNA. DNA means that they can be cloned. Okay. So this is what you're going to do. <laughs> All right. You're going to clone yeah. dire wolves, yeah. real dire wolves. Then you're going to go in there with CRISPR. Okay. Right? And you're going to mess with their genetics to tame them down, to domesticate them more. All right. Then you're going to clone another round of dire wolves with the new DNA, with mm-hmm. the CRISPR-affected DNA. So you're just speeding up this process. Within a year, you're going to have domesticated dire wolves that can, at the same time, do exactly what the dire wolves in the show do, which is jump on things and rip heads off and all that shit that you want. But they'll also... What is it they say? A lion in the sheets, a lamb on the streets. Okay. And that's what your dire wolf's going to be like. Your dire wolf's, wolf is going to be tender and cuddly with you yeah. when you need it to be, but then it will get vicious. Killer. 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 And you're going to sell this dog $20,000 a piece, yeah. $100,000 oh, a yeah. piece, whatever you want. And you don't have to worry about puppy mills nope. because you're just going to be cloning and cloning and cloning. Yeah. So there you go. Excellent. That's uh, that's a good one. Yeah, who wouldn't want a dire wolf? You could just get a wolf and dope it up a little bit. That's Give us some a, Prozac or something. That's not a dire wolf. That's a sad wolf. It wouldn't be sad. It's on antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you are like, Josh, I got to give you some money before I get rich for that idea, you can do it. You can go to uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button and pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I, half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you're like, no, no more dire wolves. They died for a reason. 
I still want to give money to Radio Free Brooklyn, though. You can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, uh, hit the pledge button. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not a nickel goes to Josh or I. Uh, and you get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. And you're supporting things like the after-school program, yada, yada, keeping the lights on, new studio. Ooh. Uh, you're, you're, you're contributing to the arts. To the delinquency of minors. To the delinquency of minors and the spread of anti-Trump propaganda. You don't want to get those damn kids hooked on the hippity-hoppity and the rock and roll. That's all they listen to when they're in the radios. They're listening to the FM stations. Well, do you know about the the teen feed? Yeah, you had mentioned it once before that they have a specific feed just for the teen shows. Great right? idea. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So there's yeah, there's going to be a feed that's just going to be all these teen shows from these teens that can keep coming back after they've gone through the workshop thing mm-hmm. and uh they can produce shows and we're going to have a, a basically a channel of all teen shows mm. i think it's great i think that's called nickel uh no that's tween shows uh i think there's a show channel called freeform that's all teen shows is it yeah yeah but they're living off the backs of teens making money on them Starring we're a, a, a socialist organization are we that makes no money on anything yet that's how you know you can trust us guys because <laughs> what better source for financial information <laughs> is there than on a commercial-free nonprofit <laughs> station. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If that's not enough for you guys, you don't. It doesn't stop there. This train keeps going. You can go download the apps if you're on Android. If you're on iOS, you can download the apps. You can listen to the station live. You can get all the archives. Dude, are you almost done? I'm almost done. <laughs> you can get the newsletter, guys. Radio Free Brooklyn. Find out what's happening with these teens. Don't be a creep, though. <laughs> Why are you so interested in these <laughs> teens? Jeez. A <laughs> bunch of creeps. Uh-huh. To distract you from the teens, Josh scours the internet uh, for other ways for you to get rich. So, Mr. Josh, please distract these people from the teens. They're creeping me out. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Today, I want to share with you the number one problem that all poor people face. In fact, this problem is so obvious that you will know exactly what it is as soon as I say it. Because that number one problem is conformity. If you're trying to be like everyone else, then who's going to be you? You see, so many people just want to go with the flow, but only dead fish go with the flow. My friends, I'm going to tell you something straight up that you might not know about me. I did something that no one in my family has ever done before. In fact, I've done many things, too many to name on this video. There's some things that I've done that some people would never attempt doing. They would never try it. They would say, you're crazy. You did that? But the fact is that I did. I made the sacrifice that most people would never make because they're too scared. They want to clamor up like everyone else. They want to be safe. They need a little blanket of protection. So stop conforming and start performing to the person that you really want to be. Oh, Daniel <laughs> There's Alley. so much wrong with that. Yeah. Starting with the... Uh, what was the line in the beginning that... You'll know exactly what it is once I tell you. <laughs> that one, 
And then this idea, he literally, I mean, that's a little edited, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. But he constantly was talking about things that he did that no one else in his family did, but he wouldn't tell you what they were. No. So I'm thinking like anal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe murder. Yeah. I don't know. Shoplifting. Yeah. He uh, he ate fish on the bone. And his, fa- his entire family's filet guys. Yeah. You know? I don't know what it is. He makes it sound like, you know, it's so bizarre. The guy is really dumb as dog shit. Yeah. It's it's really incredible. And yet, b- you know, because I go on and check him out every week to see if there's something to use, uh-huh. I've watched his subscribership. When we first started using Daniel Alley, when I first discovered him, I okay. feel like I discovered him. Yeah. He had under 10,000 subscribers. Okay. He's now up to almost 200,000 subscribers. He's buying them. Do you think so? Yeah, he he's paying some like Fiverr <clears throat> computer mill in China to like generate followers. It's crazy. I mean, it's like shocking to me <laughs> that people listen to this guy and are like, makes sense. Yeah. And then when you, read, a lot of sense. When, when you read the comments underneath, it's like, yeah. oh God, you know, I feel bad for the people that are like, so stupid that they think this guy is 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 knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm anyway. a weirdo too. Where's my money? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very sad. Anyway, Noel. Anyway, what were we talking about? We're talking about getting rich with the Game of Thrones. With the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of th- can you imagine what if this is our first? multi-million download show because it's got Game of Thrones in the just, title. Just because it's got Game of Thrones. We'll probably get sued by Bring HBO. It. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it, HBO. Bring it. <laughs> you're going to need all... You know, once Game of Thrones is off your station, you're dead today. Yeah, you're going to become an us. You're going to become like, who's HBO? Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. G-O-T? <laughs> anyway. I think you mean GRQ. That's right. GRQ on GOT. Yeah. Yeah. That other that uh, other podcast got a show on HBO. Which one? Two Dope Queens? Yep. Yeah. They did. It's well, the shtick now. Funnily enough, yeah. they were substantially more famous and substantially more talented than we are. I don't believe it. <laughs> are they different, though? Yes, in a lot of ways. Uh, let's start with... They're two young women. Okay. So that's different right off the bat. I think the world is ready for two middle-aged white guys <laughs> to tell them what to do. <laughs> I know. Where has our representation been yeah, all this time? I know. I mean, I got to say, the best thing about Game of Thrones to me yeah. was seeing... What I felt like was me, a middle-aged white guy, represented... In the Ned Stark character. Yeah. Because you never see that on television ever. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. Feels good, guys. Feels good. Feels good. This now, if gold, only, the golden age. If he'd only been Jewish, <laughs> then I really would have felt something. I would have felt like it had all come full circle. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. You idea got number two. Number two with a bullet. Everyone out there. Everyone who's looked at anything <clears throat> smutty on the internet, 
I, in the past few years. I don't understand what you're talking about. Has probably about. seen a trend of what's going on. <coughs> uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to dance around this one. <laughs> There's a lot of disturbing amount uh-huh. of incest porn out there now. Yeah, it's, a, it's everywhere. Obscene. And is I it, thought about it, and I was like, "Here's my question, though, real quick. I yeah. know, I, is it incest if it's your step parent? I guess or not. Child? I guess not. Right? Because that's really what you see. Yeah. But what about Woody Allen? That's not porn. That actually, that if that happened, that's actual incest. Well, yeah, exactly. So, and but, no, there's no video of it. No one's is looking that, up. Is, he's Are a step. About, he's a step. Well, no, he was not. Because he was never married to their mother. Okay. And he had nothing to do really with raising of the kids other than his own kids. No, so no, no. So he's further away than Step. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's and still he, they so didn't creepy. live together. Yeah, it's super creepy. Well, so, once it's real, yeah. it's super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, not that that's my, my, my thing. I, I, I find that really, un- the whole concept of it is, I find really unpleasant. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's, yeah. But so, but you have to admit it's taken over. And when I started researching this, I realized I think it became so popular because of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is well known for the amount of freaking incest in it. Yeah. All through. I forgot that in that first in that first season, Uh while while Jamie has been captured, she's (sighs) humping her cousin too. Yeah. Her little cousin. Which was like, oh, yeah, so she's just keeping it in the family all the way. She is keeping it all around. I heard an interview with this uh, uh, former uh, Hasidic Jewish guy who's an actor now Mm -hmm. who you may have seen in, uh, I don't know if you ever watched High Maintenance, but they did an episode with this this Hasidic Jewish guy who left the faith. Yes, yeah, And he goes out clubbing. So that guy was a real Hasidic Jew from Williamsburg. His father was a big Rebbe. Okay. Um, And he left the faith, and he became an actor. And uh, <coughs> I heard him on an interview. I think it was WTF. Uh, 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 I don't remember what his name name is, like Liaiser or something like that. But you know, uh, for those of you who are not around uh, 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 the Hasidic community much, there's always been a big issue of uh, uh, inbreeding yeah. in the community because they're so tightly knit. They only marry each other, and there's a lot of cousins marrying cousins. And so it used to be you'd see a lot of mentally retarded kids who were mm-hmm. the product of 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 essentially incest, okay. cousins being too close. He was saying what they do now <clears throat> is they bring in uh, DNA experts oh. who take your blood and see if you guys and are see if you guys are genetically, are, are genetically compatible. That's so, smart. That's smart. So it doesn't matter. So now they're because their attitude is is like. If we have these two great, we're such a great family. Yeah. Why should we spread it out? We should Oof. keep it within the family. Yeah. And so that's what they do now. They like you know. So they've got first cousins marrying first cousins. It's it's just wow. like Woody Allen. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Uh so obviously this show not only has its finger on the pulse but also on the pants of the nation, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and I know that there have been some, 
you know, I, 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 I'm sure there is actually, I don't know, but I bet you anything there's those porn parodies out there of mm-hmm. it. I, I, there's got to be at this point. Yeah. So, but I was thinking, make your own line of uh, adult products. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not, it, you're not going to brand mm-hmm. a Game of Thrones because we don't have money for that. Mm-hmm. We're going to knock it off a little bit, right? So we're going to call it like, uh, Fifty Shades of Thrones or something like that. Game 50, of, 50 Game of Bones, and that's probably I'm sure what the oh, okay. what the parody is probably the called. Game of I'm Moans, sure. Game of, Game of Moans, maybe. Right. Uh, well, whatever it is, you're gonna call it that. Uh, and I was just spitballing some some products that you could make, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you know, you you can like if you want the entry level. Uh huh. You can sell like tunics, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you can sell condoms, silver condoms with hilts. So oh, you have a yeah, sword yeah, penis. Ah, yeah. oh, right, right. Uh, lots of stuff <laughs> with with all this. If you're gonna just get into the the, the clothes, I, I think it's a good. And and this is just generally, I'm surprised. Yeah. That people haven't made condoms. So, like, then it struck me, like, oh, why don't you make a condom with sort of, like, a dire wolf head on it? Sure. Right? You can do that. You could do that with any... Like, why isn't there... Why aren't there all these condoms that are branded with various shows and things that have, like, the faces of famous people, like, members... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you were into the Big Bang Theory... Yeah. You could have like the entire cast in condom form. <laughs> that'd be great. Slipped over your wiener, uh, like sock puppets, yeah, right? That'd be great. Not sock puppets, the finger puppets. We should make them for GRQ. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we absolutely should. Um. Uh, but but so you're gonna make a whole range of these products, right? You're gonna make uh, you know, elderberry flavored, right? Panties yeah. uh-huh. or whatever, right? And uh, the top tier, though, which is going to sell, mm-hmm. and it is going to cost mm-hmm. dearly, <clears throat> is you are going to make fine, fine-crafted mm-hmm. for the furry set. Mm-hmm. You're going to make uh, dragon and direwolf costumes, <clears throat> uh-huh. and you're going to make them so that they're you can tell that there's a familial resemblance between the costumes. So you'll sell these costumes in sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll sell a pack of dire wolves, right? Or a, you know, three dragons, mm-hmm. uh, and they're gonna be pricey. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be a familial resemblance between them, so that people can have furry incest dragon sex. Which is gonna be the rage? Wouldn't it be scaly sex? Scale, well, scale, but but it's still the Instead the genre of being a furry. is furry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, and I think there is a lot of money out there in this. I was thinking like crotchless panties uh-huh. that look like Cersei Lannister. Okay, and then a a, a condom uh-huh. that looks like Jamie Lannister, and then you could actually reenact the incestuous scene. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, and then you could have a doll of Bran just sitting in the window that you just push out. Oh yeah, because he sees you having sex with each other. Yeah, could really go all the way with well, it. Well, you know, and anything with a bodice, uh, a bodice could be sold. 
That's true. And it's like the Ren Fair of porn. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to up the ante. We're going to make mm-hmm. top-notch stuff. No, yeah. It's got to be high quality. High quality with a knockoff name. <laughs> Stain of groans. Stain of groans. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> well, Noel. Yeah. You went to porn. Yeah. You just took the easy way out. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Well, no, I'm not porn. Adult products. Adult products. Yeah. Okay. You went to adult products. Yeah. It's an easy way to make money. Yeah. And probably not branded by Game of Thrones already because they want to keep it clean. They want to keep it clean. Yeah. No, I like it. <clears throat> Instead of a flesh light, you can do like a, a, a flesh hilt or something. You know what I mean? That looks like a sword handle. Um, anyway, Noel. Anyway. I think that's a fine idea. I was thinking about uh, uh, past episodes that we had, and the one that popped to mind was, popped into my mind, was our episode on Flat Earth. Mm-hmm. A lot of our episode on Flat Earth revolved around the fact that uh, uh, the reason we don't fall off this planet is because we are surrounded by a giant ice wall. Yeah. And it started making sense to me. It was clear the connection. Maybe that's why Flat Earth's gotten so popular. Well, okay. Thank you. And it's clear the connection is the ice wall of the north. Yeah. The ice wall that surrounds this earth. Yeah. Without that ice wall surrounding our earth, the real issue is not that we would fall off this flat planet of ours. Uh uh-huh. It's that the ice walkers would get in. Yeah. And we don't want that. But how are you going to... But people don't believe that these walkers actually exist. Yeah. And people don't believe that the Earth is flat and we're surrounded by an ice wall. Okay. There were a couple of leaps of, uh, of, of progression that Shh. happened there. Okay. All right. Shh. <laughs> don't question my logic, okay. my friend. All right. It's mine and mine we're alone. At, we're on this train, what dude. Were the, what, were your, what were your leaps? What did you see as leaps there in the progression? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, that these walkers exist? Well, yeah. We don't know that for a fact. But this is the thing. So this is where this is where be, but but you can but if you just said of course ice wall walkers keeping them out uh-huh. people are going to look at you like uh-huh right right mm-hmm. they're going to look at you like you're out of your mind yeah well we've already established that we're going to be doing boat tours to show to the wall yeah. to show people that this wall exists yeah this is what we're going to do. Okay. With the boat tours, so now you're going to go for the ultra deluxe model. You go up on top of the wall, and you look down, and you see those fucking ice walkers. Yeah. Then what you're going to do is you're going to capture a couple. Okay. Right? You're going to use your dragon glass. You're going to kill a couple. You're going to bring them back, and you're going to show the whole world that these exist. Yeah. And as with Game of Thrones, <laughs> the need for us all to come together to fight this common enemy. Yeah will suddenly happen. You, as the person who've discovered this, besides making a fortune off of your vi- let's visit the ice wall trips, uh-huh. you are also going to make a fortune because you are now going to be the only known expert on these things okay. on the other side, yeah. and th- every country in the world is going to pay you. Okay. 
to help them eradicate this problem. Sounds. I don't see any holes in that. Did you see how, <laughs> in a matter of what three days, uh-huh. ten billionaires have come together and, and raised out of their own pocket one point one billion dollars yeah. to put to 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 bring Notre Dame back. Yeah. Back to life. This will be the new Notre Dame. This will be better than Notre Dame, <laughs> is what I'm saying. In a week, in a week, you're going to be a multi-billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you got to do is find the walkers. Yeah. That's pretty uh, solid. Pretty solid, dude. That's pretty solid. It's not I like I made of... that up. Not like I came up with that 15 minutes before you showed yeah. up. You guys, if anyone doubts the amount of research... <laughs> We and due diligence yeah. that we put in. Yeah, well, well, I put in. You clearly don't put any time into your ideas at all. Good point. You you do not spend any time sitting down and actually writing out your thoughts. That's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's clear. I, on the other hand, yeah, no, clearly spend days days coming up with the idea, mm-hmm. writing it down. Mm-hmm. I don't put bullet points. No. I don't put things like ice wall walkers, question mark. That's not how I do Uh, it. (laughs) No. No. And I certainly don't do my research 15 minutes to an hour before you show up. Never. No. You guys, you're on. We're groundbreaking today. We are groundbreaking. Uh, At this point, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You need to spend it. Josh, search the internet, ways to spend it. Tell them, go. During Lance Armstrong's 2009 comeback, he combined his interest in art and his return to the Tour de France to create some of the most expensive bikes in history, which were auctioned to raise money for his former Livestrong charity. The highest bid went to this rather gorgeous butterfly Trek Madone, designed by Damien Hurst, featuring hundreds of clear-coated real butterfly wings adhered to the frame and wheels. A few months later, this bike soared rather than fluttered, to half a million dollars at Sotheby's. There you go, half a million dollars for a bike with uh, uh, real butterfly wings. Yeah, that's great. Shellacked on it. You guys, if you want to reach out and talk to us, give us on Twitter, GRQ Josh and Noel. Email us at grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com. Give us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere you get a podcast, and you can subscribe, rate, review. If you only listen to podcast form, Tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before anyone else. Get there early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around later and listen to whatever rerun they're deciding to put after us now. Still no one there, (laughs) huh? Uh, So once again, we're getting rich. No time for rules for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick This is my lucky day